0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Universal Freemason Podcast for April of 2023. I am your host, J.T. Asher, and you are welcome here no matter who you are. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Uh, Well, okay, welcome, everyone. I'm glad that that you're here, as I mentioned, and I'm glad to be back uh, from a short hiatus. I took a little time to... uh, do some reading and some research, uh, mainly for this podcast, because I wanted to be sure that I was getting everything, uh, correct. Um, and we're going to talk about, uh, the process of, and if you are ready to, uh, join a Masonic lodge, if you are so inclined to do so. And i I want to make sure that I'm I'm going to be giving advice so I want to make sure that it's good advice and uh that's why I wanted to take some time to do that. <clears throat> now, I'm also going to challenge um you to say to ask yourself if you are ready to join a Masonic lodge. And I'm going to challenge those members of Masonic lodges uh that have the task of interviewing potential new members uh, to also ask themselves, why is your lodge seeking new members? What is your plan of growth, and why? Why do you have that plan of growth? Uh, so I want to get this right. I want to. I, I want to challenge some thought, and I want to. I want to get everything uh, right. Okay. So, anyway, how's life been treating you? I, I hope you've all been well. I've. Uh, I've been. Uh, Pretty busy of late with uh, home issues and, of course, work. And um, I just wanted to let everyone know as well that I just paid the annual fee to keep Universal Freemason uh, Research Society, a nonprofit in Utah, uh, which is $10 a year. And uh, I also just filed the 990N postcard to the federal government which is our annual tax filing here uh that keeps our employee identification number viable and uh <clears throat> it also keeps us as a nonprofit. Uh so I I want to thank you for enabling us to do so. Um how we operate here is uh we don't ask for donations. Uh there you can subscribe to the podcast for uh 49 cents a month. And uh, there's some extra freebies that you get with that. But you can do that. We don't twist anyone's arm to do anything. How we pay for things here is through our sponsorship with uh, uh, Spotify for Podcasters, which used to be Anchor Podcast app, and that changed. So, uh, And as long as we can afford to do uh, $10 a year and – you know, we'll be happy to continue to do this, but, and we'll keep our growth small. Um, so I just want everyone to know that. And I, I wanted you to know that I I really appreciate your time here with me. And, uh, I'm just amazed, uh, at the uh, really phenomenal interest that's been had on this podcast, um, over the last three years. Uh, so, uh, after a word from our sponsor, our new sponsor, as I mentioned, uh, Spotify for Podcasters, we will discuss Masonic Lodge membership. We'll discuss uh, both, uh, all the process, whether you are ready to join, and really whether you should join a Masonic Lodge. And as I mentioned, I'll ask lodges in general, why are you seeking new members? This is the Universal Freemason Podcast. I'll be right back. Okay, and I am back. I am back, and welcome back. Uh, I just wanted to... mention again, uh we've had about nineteen thousand plays of this podcast since March of uh twenty twenty. And as always I hope that you're continuing to enjoy the efforts that I put out here. If there's anything that you'd like changed or anything new you would like me to discuss, uh please reach out at you know, Universal Freemason Zero Three at gmail dot com. And uh, I do read my emails, and I do take constructive criticism. So if there's anything uh, at all that you'd like to see here, learn more more about, uh, please do reach out. And uh, before I, I begin my talk regarding joining Masonic Lodges, I'd like to remind everyone listening that we are an independent educational organization here at Universal Freemason. We are not subject to any Grand Lodge rules or endorsements, uh, nor do we endorse any one particular Grand Lodge or any one Masonic path in particular. Also, I'd like to remind everyone that uh, Universal Freemason is not a Masonic lodge in itself. Uh, there is an organization out there that did steal our name uh, somewhat, and uh, it is a Masonic Lodge organization, but th- that is not us, and it has nothing to do with us. Um, Universal Freemason Research Society and Universal Freemason Podcast is an independent educational organization uh, registered as a nonprofit organization. With the federal government of the United States, and also doing business in the state of Utah as a uh, educational corporation, so we're not tethered to uh, any one outside of ourselves um, to bring you the best information that we can bring you about Masonic and esoteric philosophies, and we do that as a means to improve the society around us and society uh, in general worldwide, Uh, because as you learn these philosophies yourself and put them into action, as you improve yourself, uh, the... uh, globe becomes better um in one individual at a time okay and there's uh never any ever anything to join here at universal freemason research society Uh, we do offer as i mentioned a subscription to uh, the podcast that's totally up to you 49 cents a month uh we appreciate the subscriptions that we have and thank you for those that have subscribed and uh, we do hope that more will subscribe, uh, that will help us improve our studio. Uh, so having said that, um, I want to congratulate you. Uh, if you have uh, reached the point and a point in the heart where you're interested in joining, joining a Masonic lodge, well, Everyone has their own reasons for doing so. Uh, You know, maybe it was your father or grandfather, an uncle, or as in my case, it was a family friend, Uh, it was a member. And that might have inspired you, as it inspired me, to join a Masonic Lodge. And uh, maybe you're feeling that... uh, enlightenment awaits you once you can get access to that lodge and uh you feel that you will thrive and you just feel like you need to to be a member of a Masonic lodge and whatever your reasons are you know congratulations i nobody should uh, ever try to dissuade you from following your your heart and uh and your path into uh Masonic or esoteric thought uh but you might have found yourself in a quandary where you want to join uh but you don't know how to start so let me help you <laughs> so um first um i want to dispel a, a myth that that's out there and i hear this from a lot of i've heard this in my in my time um f- from a lot of people that they were never asked to join um, a Masonic Lodge, so therefore uh, they never uh, went through the trouble of joining. They thought they had to be asked. Um, Take a drink of water. So let me dispel the myth that if you're waiting to be asked to join a Masonic Lodge, you're never, ever going to uh, be joining a Masonic Lodge. <laughs> That's never going to happen. Um, you have to ask to join a Masonic Lodge. And uh, I don't know if there used to be bumper stickers out there. I saw them in abundance for a while, uh, probably 10 or 15 years ago. And the bumper sticker had the number 2 um, and the letters BE, the number 1, and then the letters ASK and the number 1. And it says to be one, ask one. And that is what you must do if you want to join a Masonic Lodge. If you've come to that point in the heart, now that you want to uh, seek membership, you must reach out to somebody to a lodge to join a lodge. Um, now, if you don't know a lodge member, let's say you don't have that uncle, grandfather, father, father, Uh, family, friend, and you don't know any lodge members, what do you do then? How are you going to ask somebody if you don't know anybody, right? Um, So what you do then is you go to uh, your trusty smartphone or computer, and you go to your search bar, and you type in Masonic Lodges near me. And up will pop some, I'm sure, a few addresses And some phone numbers, and what you do at that point is you call the the Masonic Lodge that you're interested in joining. The one probably is going to be the one closest to you, and you you ask you ask for the secretary, the lodge secretary, or you ask for if somebody can help you. Join a Masonic lodge and ask them if there are any uh, open houses that they have coming up. A lot of uh, Masonic lodges have a a public uh, a, a public day or a tour of the, their lodges. They'll invite the public in on a certain day, a week a weeknight, and you can go and you can uh, tour the the lodge and. Um, the lodge members there will answer as many questions as they, they can. Some things they're not going to tell you, um, because of their obligations not to tell you, but you certainly can go on the internet and find out things that they won't tell you. (laughs) So it's a matter of knowing how to type in a proper search. Um, Also, uh, some Masonic lodges will have meetups at uh, local restaurants. And that is a public outreach that they do. If you're interested in being a member, uh, you can find out when when their meetups are. And you can go to a certain restaurant and you can sit and have a few drinks with them and have dinner with them. And no, they're not going to buy your dinner or buy your drinks, but that you can sit and buy your own and they will talk to you about, uh, you can meet them and that is when you can ask them how you would go about joining their lodge. Now, some of those meetups, they want to see you at least three times, they want to make sure that your this isn't a passing fancy for you. So you might have to go to the meetup two or three times. You might have to ask three times uh before they'll actually produce the petition. Like the first time you ask, they might say, Oh you know what? I didn't bring any, uh come see me next week, you know. And then uh the second time it's like, oh you know what? We just changed the paperwork, so can you come back? And then when you ask the third time They'll give it to you. And some lodges might just give it to you uh, right out of the gate. So um, so that's how you go about uh, joining. Um, now, once you're handed that paper, they might ask you a few questions. Uh, but they are going to give you – they're going to fill you out, you know. and But you will end up with that petition. Uh, sooner or later, you will get it. They want to test your mettle, though, like I say. They want to make sure. Uh, so the days come now that they've given you the petition and they want you to fill it out and they want you to return it. They, either you'll come back to um, their meetups or you'll mail it, you know, e- either way, or drop by the lodge on a certain time and date and give them your petition. Um, they'll take your petition, which is actually. The petition is the word masons use it's just your application um, so they're going to look over that application or that petition and um, they will figure out if it's worthy for them to bring it before the uh, lodge members of that of that lodge on their uh, on their um, monthly meeting they're going to figure out if if they're going to put you up for a vote for to join the lodge. They'll read your petition to the lodge. Um whoever interviews you uh uh well let me I'm I'm jumping the gate here. Um you're gonna turn a petition in. I I'm sorry, I've jumped hurdles that I shouldn't have jumped. Let me back up. You'll turn a petition in. It's been a long time since I went through this. <laughs> You'll turn that petition in They'll look it over and they'll decide if whether or not they're going to interview you um, they will call you'll reach out to you for a night that you can come and, and do an interview you'll sit down an interview and depending on how the interview goes, then they will take you your petition before the entire lodge body and that is when the members of the lodge body on their regularly stated meeting um, they will read your petition out loud. uh the persons that interviewed you will stand up and say whether or not you know how that what their feelings were about you and If everything is on the positive side uh they'll pass around a ballot box and um if you have um all white it can be either white squares and black balls or um or or uh, some you know one of them will be square because they're they're putting your hand into this ballot box to, uh, to uh, vote a lot of times in the dark so you're reaching and you're you're feeling for um for shapes. If you have all white squares in the ballot box and, and no black balls, and that's where the term blackballing uh, comes from, just so you know. If someone said I've been blackballed, it comes from the voting process from uh, Masonic Lodges. But if you get all white squares, all white cubes, and everything's a goal, you will then be reached out to uh, for your initiation and that might happen in a in a month or two, sometimes it's up to ninety days. It depends on how long how when it's when their next group when when they're going to do this to the next group, when they're going to give out the new initiation uh sometimes it's as little as thirty days, uh, but be prepared to wait you know for two months, sometimes three, like I say. So that's the process. So it's it's long and it's and it's drawn out. And if lodges are doing it right, uh, it's a very careful process. And I'm going to get to growth in lodges here in in uh, just just a few minutes. But before I do that, I want to challenge you and I. And I want to examine and see if you're actually ready to even start that process of joining a Masonic Lodge. Now, I'll give you a little background from where I'm coming from on this. Um, I was a junior warden in my lodge, and uh, dur- during my time as junior warden, uh, this particular lodge was looking to grow its numbers. And they were hell-bent on growth. They wanted to grow, grow, grow. and the thirst for growing numbers was so pervasive that in my opinion and what I witnessed, um, many persons had no idea what they signed up for. And, uh, frankly, really had no business being accepted in or, or even petitioning to join a lodge to start with. And, uh, frankly, and a little criticism here, um, the persons conducting the interviews, instead of being hell-bent on growth, they should have been hell-bent on making sure that, you know, people were actually ready. And instead, they were just happy to bring the numbers in. So, um, so now I saw this, and what happens is, is you'll join a lodge. If you're not ready, you're going to join. You're going to go through the initiation ceremony. You're not going to enjoy it. I promise you, if you're not ready for it, you will not like it. And you're not going to get anything out of it. And sooner, more soon than later, (laughs) um, you're going to leave uh, your membership behind and you're going to be done. And now you've just wasted your time. And trust me, the uh, initiation ceremony is not um, an in and out matter. Uh, you will be there for quite a few hours. And um, if you're ready, you're like I say, if you're ready, you're going to get a lot out of it. If you're not, you're going to hate every single second of it. Uh, I've seen this. I've seen people in the middle of their initiation ceremony looking like all they wanted to do was just get the living hell out of there. They did not care to be there. They didn't understand what they were doing. Okay. So saying that, here's some questions that I want you to ask yourself before you even uh, petition, before you even start the process of joining a lodge. Uh, Number one, are you living a Masonic life right now at this moment? Now, what does that mean? Well, if you're living a Masonic life, you're curious about the world around you. Um, when you see a living thing, you realize you're connected to it, as you are connected to, uh, as you realize you are connected to all of humanity. Um, what and you realize that what you do, good or bad, affects everyone you know, and many you do not know. So you make careful choices, knowing we all have effects on humanity, depending on our individual choices. You live life beyond yourself. And uh, joining a lodge, um, remember uh, that joining a lodge does not, does not, does not make you a Freemason. And I'll talk more about that at the end number one you're you're living in curiosity and you're living making good choices okay so and you're living knowing that all of humanity is connected together, and you seek to improve that um, improve humanity that's number one number two, this is how you know you're ready to join a masonic lodge, okay number two, you are currently disposing of dogmatic thought now. You've heard me mention a lot on this podcast that our definition of dogma is um, saying to yourself that you have the truth and you are not interested in acquiring any more truth. That's dogma. Now, why is this important not to have that thought? Well, in Masonic ritual, you will be exposed to ideals that originate from many different theologies and esoteric thought from every path and every age of human existence. Uh, If you are one to hold the belief that there is only one truth and you hold that truth, the rituals that you're going to go through are going to fail you. They are going to do you no good at all. Now, this is not to say that you have to exchange your spirituality for another spiritual path. Uh, that's not at all true. Uh, but you may want to be open to the fact that all religions uh, th- and every spiritual path grew from another spiritual path. Every single one, it doesn't matter. Every religion started from, came out of another thought. Keep that in mind, the religion you practice now had its roots somewhere else. You just need to be open to, to that thought, okay? Love your religion and, and no Mason no and no Lodge should ever ask you or question you about what your religious ideologies are, except for at your initiation ceremony where they're going to want to put the right uh, volume of sacred law on the altar. And it doesn't have to be the Bible, it can be, uh, it can be the Koran if you are Muslim, it can be the Torah if you are Jewish, it can be a Gnostic Bible if you believe in Gnosticism. Okay, so that's the only time. Just remember, the religion you hold now came from somewhere, it came from somewhere, and it came from somewhere very ancient. <laughs> so, okay, that's my preaching for today. Uh, Number three, you acknowledge the dangers of ego. Uh, Very important to know that you know nothing. In Masonic ritual, you're going to be exposed to a lot of different philosophies that that may differ from your own. If your ego is in the way, it's going to do you no good. So, if you're at this point acknowledging the dangers of your ego and you're seeking to destroy your ego as much as you can in human form, uh, that's another sign that you're ready to join a Masonic lodge. And lastly, number four, you are willing to learn and teach. Now. As a member of a Masonic Lodge, you'll be asked to participate in uh, public speaking uh, before the members of your Lodge. Uh, You'll be asked to share what you learned and express what you felt during your initiation ceremonies and other other Masonic rituals you'll be uh, involved in. Uh, You'll always be asked to do a presentation of what it meant to you personally so if you have a fear of public speaking, uh, like I did, <laughs> this is a a really great way to practice public speaking and to overcome that fear. And I said number four was last, but actually it wasn't. I have one more, number five. And this is probably the most right up there with uh, getting rid of your dogmatic thinking Number five is probably just as important, if not just a little bit more so. And number five is you have time for your lodge commitments. Now, uh, Masonic lodges can be very demanding of the time of their members. Many lodges will, and they won't outwardly say it, but it's an unspoken thing. And unfortunately it is unspoken, but many lodges will demand that you be there early and often and stay late often. (laughs) And, uh, trust me, if you're not committed to that, it will cause friction with the member, the members of the lodge that you're in. If you're not there, I'm going to tell you now, uh, the meetings are long, uh, the, the The meals that are served are as we masons like to call it uh festive boards uh those can go on until late at night and uh you may be asked or uh volunteered <laughs> uh to get the place ready to get to ready the lodge for a, a ceremony. Or you may be volunteered to uh, cook and clean in the kitchen. Or uh, you may be volunteered or expected to uh, show up to public outreaches to meet uh, new members. Uh, So the time commitments are exceedingly long. And if you have a family at home uh, that doesn't appreciate that. If you are in the middle of fighting a chronic illness and you don't feel like you're up to being there so much, you may consider that this is not for for you. Um. Now, what's really important is if you go ahead and, and sign up and, you're, and you think that I'm full of it or someone's telling you different than what I'm saying it's going to be really important for you to ask the people to interview you when you petition to join what exactly the time commitments are expected of you and you may want to start explaining to them now at that interview that look i love freemasonry i want to i want to be a lodge member I'm living my best Masonic life as it is. I think I can get some enhancement by being in your, a member of your lodge. But you might want to say then, you know, I have this ailment. Um, this keeps me from being able to stay up late at night. <laughs> I have, a, or maybe it's um, my wife has medical needs. I'm a caretaker. I need to be home with her. Um. So you might want to be talking about that right out of the gate. Now, the worst that's going to happen is, is, you know, they won't accept your application. And maybe they're going to tell you, well, we can't work with you, and maybe you're going to withdraw your application anyway. But as I'm saying, though, be very aware that these time commitments are long and tedious. Some of the meetings, you're going to wish that, They would end it in the short chain and and not the long one. (laughs) And you'll know what I mean if you join. And those members that are listening know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, Because there are going to be some times where really you just want to get out of there. And I'm sorry to say, um, a meeting is a meeting is a meeting. (laughs) Rituals are fantastic um sometimes all of this depending on what your personal needs are um they can go on too long and you end up just wishing that you were home and knowing that when you get home you might be facing uh, an argument because you had been gone so long so um just remember please take what i'm saying to heart if you can't if you can't make those commitments you might just want to live a good Masonic life, do your Masonic studies outside of a lodge um, fill your your mind with esoterica and and if you have a need to do ritual, there's plenty of singular ritual that you can do on the uh, esoteric side of things I'm going to take a quick drink of water Okay, so basically what I'm saying, if you're curious, open-minded, have an ample amount of time to be in a lot of lodge gatherings, you just might be ready to join a Masonic Lodge, and let me be the first to congratulate you on your new journey towards being a Masonic Lodge member, and I hope that you are successful, and I hope that it makes you happy, and i hope that it helps you to reflect uh, masonic ideals now i just have a few words for lodge members that are tasked with the uh, new member acquisitions and it's really one question and and i and i think you should ask this question to yourself if you are tasked with that and if you're a worshipful master and and you're hell-bent on growth, ask yourself this reason. Say, what is the reason for acquiring new members? Why do we want to grow? Now, in earlier podcast episodes, you know, I've covered uh, intention. And I've told stories about uh, lodges and and, uh, Masonic groups that I've been involved in in the past that failed. And... I, as you you might recall, and you might not, I had a discussion with uh, with the, one of those lodge members at lunch one time, and he said, "Man, I d- I can't understand why our efforts failed here." And I said, and I and I looked at him and I said, "You know, brother, I think it's because our intentions were wrong." And he just about dropped his fork onto his plate, and he looked at me. Quizzical, you know, <laughs> and went, you know something? <laughs> I think you're right. And he started naming the reasons why he wanted to, to make this certain group. It was to show up a group that he just left. And, I, and I, then I asked him, I said, well, you can see that you had the wrong intention. So you're sitting there with your lodge. You have a, you have a good group of, Mas- of, of uh, Freemasons who have joined your lodge. And now you want to grow. So ask yourself, Mr. Worshipful Master, ask yourself, Brother Junior Warden, ask yourself, Brother Senior Warden, (laughs) why do you want the growth? What is your intention? If your intention is, well, our rent is always a little shy, um, is that a good enough reason to want this growth? When you have more growth, are you going to have people willing to mentor the new uh, brothers that are coming in? Uh, you need to think about that. Are, are you doing this right? Are you growing to meet monetary, monetary means or are you growing because you love Freemasonry and you want your lodge to have a lot of people in your lodge that loves Freemasonry too? If it's monetary reasons, you might want to consider um, meeting somewhere where the rent isn't high. <laughs> you know, um, you can make a good lodge out of an unfinished basement. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it done. Um, you know, so ask yourself that because what happens is if you want to grow, and I and I've seen, I've witnessed this. I belong to a lodge that was hell bent on growth. They could not get it out of their heads that they needed more members. They brought in people that weren't really vetted properly, and it wasn't long before these not properly vetted people that were brought into the lodge left, but the lodge itself also had to disband because other people started to leave too. No, nobody wanted all of this growth, and it was kind of forced upon everybody. Um, and it was done for, you guessed it, monetary reasons. <laughs> they, wanted, they wanted to expand. Um, it doesn't work well, and I haven't seen it. I'll put it this way. I haven't seen it work well, if that's the reason. So, um, yeah, if your intention is correct, you can sustain the growth, you have room for growth, it's not going to put you in a pickle monetarily to grow, you have enough people to to mentor each other, fantastic. That's wonderful. But what I am going to say to my to my uh, brothers that are tasked with this growth Um Please, I'm begging you'll only do yourself a favor if you are upfront with the initiate with the with the uh, with your hopeful new member, you are only going to do them a favor if you are f- fair and upfront and very truthful about the time and money commitments that they're going to be facing. If you're not truthful about the time and money commitments that they're going to be facing, you might have new members, but you're not going to have new members for long. And uh, as I say, I've seen this more often than not. So, all right. Well, (laughs) I'm sorry for the preachy content. This is something that's been on my mind for a while. And this this is the reason why... I want to take my time and make this this uh, this new podcast episode because this is something that I am passionate about. I have I really want people to have a good experience when they join a Masonic lodge, and it's going to be a good experience if you're honest with yourself and if the lodge members that are interviewing you and are mentoring you to come through. It's going to be a wonderful experience all the way around if everyone is honest together. And if they're honest with you, you're honest with yourself. You know you're ready. It's going to be a beautiful thing. It's going to be beautiful. And you're going to, and also remember, if if you're going to you're going to have a, a lot of time commitment at that lodge. Um, so just make sure that you and your family are ready for that, okay? Um, and uh, that's my, my best advice. And I also want to remind anyone looking to join a, a Masonic Lodge uh, that, you know, being a, a member of a Masonic Lodge does not at all make you a Freemason, yeah. Both well what do you mean? Why join then? Well it's recognition for other Freemasons. You should be living a Masonic life before you ever darken those doors. And those people that are interviewing you should see that you are living a Masonic life before they uh ever recommend you uh and, and take your petition up through the, the ranks. Uh oh well, Both uh, Albert Pike and Manley P. Hall wrote extensively about what I'm saying, as did uh, Brother uh, Albert G. Mackey. They've all had the same opinion. You should be living a Masonic life before you join a lodge. A lodge is for Freemasons, and you are first made a Mason in your heart. You're not made a Mason by the wrap of a gravel or gavel or a... uh, 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 a touch of a sword on your shoulder <laughs> or by someone's decree um, or someone's decree. You should, you should be living that life uh, anyway. Okay. So uh, with that, I'm, I'm going to, I think that's all I have to say. Thank you for putting up with my passionate advice. Uh, I wish you luck if you're seeking lodge membership um, For current Lodge members, I wish you growth and happiness and peace in your Lodges. Um, This has been the Universal Freemason Podcast. So, mote it be.